one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Match Ball. Hello, welcome to the Match Ball, brought to you by Levi Solicitors. There's a 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Uh, Dan here, along with Michael Normanton and Rob Conlon, uh, post Leicester. I mean, where do we start with that? Apart from deferring to what the crowd was singing, which was not very favourable at the end, which, was it? I was gonna, which bit? Where the fuck is Jesse Marshall? What the fuck is going on? Chance for Marshall oh, Bielsa, Bielsa as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's, if it's you were tuning in, stage, if you were tuning in looking for Moscow to give you some positivity, I'm afraid it's Robert, and I can, can tell you he's miserable. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, I like the uh, the shared misery of podcasts. Jesse yeah. Nash was chatting yesterday about the shared misery of being a football manager, and that's how I feel right now. There was nothing good about that, was there? Um, no. <laughs> okay, just to confirm. No, we started relatively brightly for a few minutes, but for like. 10 well opening I made some notes first five minutes I thought we were good then nothing happened then we were alright for another five minutes then nah shit cock scored we didn't threaten I can't remember the last time I've seen a football team have to do so little to win a game they mm-hmm. had I think they had one shot on target and they've won 2-0 and we've ended up with a higher XG than them which is sort of just a bit of a fluke in that it was kind of an accumulation of shots from the edge of the box that have gone wide or over and sort of counted as 0.05. We've had enough of them to end the game with a higher XG, but then we give away incredibly soft goals or score them ourselves and we don't score any in the other end, mm. which isn't a good mix. I think the thing with the tactics that I, I sometimes see with it is that I can sometimes see the pressing sort of works and it causes teams problems, but when you can't score... And when they attack, you can't defend. It doesn't really matter a great deal the amount of pressure you're putting on them mm. because it all comes to nothing. And they, they bypass the press. It looks great when it works, but they bypass the press very, very easily mm. just by finding a space and then kicking it behind us. That's what I mean. If you if you can't defend the outcome of a press, I mean, in fairness, tonight, I mean, bloody hell, the first goal was... Um, I mean, he, he could just not do that, could cock. <laughs> if, he, if he just hits it, if he goes with his left foot and tries to not put it towards the goal, that would be an option. I know he's been good this season in general, but the defence as a whole was was awful. Urente is still crap. Furpo is still crap. None of these things are new. No. I mean, the notes that I've made, just broad brush sort of discussions. Team selection. Why change the side beyond Strauch, um at left back after the performance against Arsenal? Got to remember the days when we lost gloriously against Arsenal. Remember those days? Mm. It's changed quite quickly, hasn't it? Yeah. Tactics. Did it leave us wide open again? We're just so easy to play through. Um, and then I've just jotted down the chance 
and that's it. I don't really know what else to add beyond that. It's just it's just not good, is it? The squad's weak as well, and it gets exposed most weeks. What did you not? What, what bit of the performance from our two international number nines did you not enjoy? Uh, the bit where we how many shots on target did we get we got one at the end which was greeted with immense sarcasm right mm. itself from the away end um, I, don't, I genuinely don't know what to say Rodrigo came on and did his best to give uh, give a goal away again didn't he drop, drop deep in that way he likes to do that, firing off the passes that shot of him shaking his head and then it cutting to Jesse Marsh also shaking his head sort of sums it all up probably mm. but I don't know yeah, I find it really weird how we make it look really hard to find space when we're on the ball and yet we make it look really easy for the opposition to have space on the ball which is usually just a ball down behind the fullback, mm. which seems very very simple to do I mean that second goal when you see the ball go in between the channel of between Diego Lorente and Junior Firpo you, you're sort of asking for it aren't you I mean that side bloody hell <laughs> was, yeah I think, I think it was Phil Hayes tweet during the game of Leicester are clearly t- clearly targeting the left sa- left hand side, and you would, yep. Which is fair enough. Yeah, neither. Furpo's a dreadful footballer, isn't he? And I know we're willing him to come good, and he is our only left back. There was a bit today we were attacking. I think it was, might have been a corner or a cross. I think it'd been a corner, and the ball was breaking out to the edge of the box in the air. And clearly, it was Furpo should have been going for it. And it was like he'd not realised he was it was meant to be his ball, and it, he would obviously be the player ta- like challenging for it. And then I think he when he, he looks did, he looks surprised by being by, a footballer. By the time he, he did realise, he just chased after someone and fouled him. And you think, fucking hell, he's so stupid. Like he, he has, he seems, like you say, he does. He seems surprised to be on the pitch. Yeah, and we've we've likened him before to a dog chasing a balloon, haven't we? Like humorously, I'm st- I can't find it even. Funny. I can't pull anything funny out of this today. It's just it's just shit, isn't it? <laughs> it's yeah, just complete and utter shit. Yeah, it has um for for a long time, listeners. It has a Hereford away feel to it, where you just you <laughs> watch it and you go, "Fuck off, stupid! Get rid of all of them, change everything." I don't think I don't get the subs either. They just look like no. they were all pulled out of a hat. Yeah, it seems to be changing positions, changing formations with every change. It felt like, particularly when he brought Sinister off with 15 minutes still to go, it just felt like he was going. Uh, let's not bother here. We'll look ahead to Sunday and mm. put it all on Fulham. And it's like we've been treating this upcoming Fulham game as like, all right, that's almost a guaranteed three points. It's the game we've got to win. That's our best chance for a win. They're in the top half. Mm. I mean, we've just played the team at the second bottom in the table. We've played all the teams at the bottom now, haven't we? As well, if you look at the, the start we've had to the season, I know we did, the game against Forest was postponed, but other than that, we played all the bottom teams, and we are where we are. We've not had a, we've not had a tough start to the season. Well, just, why did he? Ch- <laughs> right. And, I was going to say on the changes at half time as well in the first half Aronson was our best player mm. and most threatening and then in the second half he's playing collecting balls off the back four yeah because we went to that diamond um, but you're taking your most threatening player out of the position he's most threatening in but it's, and, the same, well, it's the same argument for why make the changes in the first place after Arsenal surely you try and carry the momentum through from Sunday as much as you can into tonight's game and then if you need to rest players or cycle build up the confidence first it, because a couple of numerous people texted me before that game and said, "God, he's, he's left himself wide open here for mm-hmm. um, for well, it's a stick to beat him with, isn't it? If the changes don't work, it looks ridiculous, and it's that's so it's been proved." Yeah, from the start, he was sort of putting pressure on Sunday. It felt mm-hmm. like I mean, some of the changes I don't actually mind. Some of all coming in for a start, I don't mind. Urente for Cooper, I found quite mm. strange Bamford was always going to start after the weekend which is fair enough uh, Richard in the comments is asking are we on the blastaways here Michael you and I <laughs> it's not it's actually just Aldi's knockoff Fanta isn't it yeah we, I mean the quality of that game in the second half <laughs> we were discussing 
drinking two litres and then being sick into a pint glass. So um, that that shows somewhat how how um, hooked we were by the game. Um, and it would have been a fair. It could have been like a bit of performance art to represent the game. We'll save that for the extra ball. <sighs> Daniel's in the comments saying, "I'm so angry, I can't even talk." I'm not angry. I'm just kind of despondent because there's so little fun in the Premier League. We had fun the first season we came back up, and then that started to go wrong. So the change. But Fulham look like they're having fun tonight. Yeah, but they they look like we looked like when we came up the first season. But when you get settled into the actual grind of it, it's just shit. Yeah, isn't it doesn't it? have it's to be like this. No, that, no, no that, that's what I'm saying. But like it, that, but it's become that, hasn't it? That football was fucking dire tonight. I mean, let's talk about Peter's ball. We have to. We can't avoid it um, because the tactical shape. I say, as I mentioned before, they were just dropping balls in behind us, and that's all you seem to have to do in order to mm-hmm. cause us problems. It's really basic stuff. Some of the time when we're trying to play through midfield as well, it looks so impossibly dense and mm. complicated to navigate a path through. You think, well, this is only going to work, surely, like one, once in, one in ten times at best, because it's you're asking for about five passes to occur within about a 20-metre space, which is occupied by about ten players. Yeah, it feels like the chances literally come by chance. It, mm. It's that thing of, it's almost, it's. I don't think it's as cynical or as dour, but it's that kind of, Mourinho principle of if the other team have the ball that's when they're going to make a mistake mm. it's for like all our attacking plan is geared towards well if they've got the ball we can tackle them and maybe something will happen but actually moving the ball through midfield I don't see a plan or an idea and it's still just so bloody obvious of like can we not spread out and mm. create space for try each other try and use the and open grass yeah there's um, it was interesting the other week I've not actually watched the Academy Dreams documentary but um a clip did surface on Reddit of Sean McGurk playing for the 23s last season after a defeat and he's coming into the change room bollocking his teammates going look the space is out wide we, we're the ones on the pitch just pass the ball out wide and we'll go out wide and that you know that will help us but oh I don't know it, yeah the Red Bull football really isn't for me I don't think I mean you know, Arsenal the game against Arsenal it worked really really well for a whole half didn't it I mean we ran that game in the second half but you've got to take it over the sample of last season. All right, maybe some mitigation there with how things have got. What is it? A tw- is this 22 games, 23 games, something like that he's had now? 22, I think, yeah, plus any cup games. Um, yeah, and then what we've seen this season. What have we season, seen this season so far? It's, there's not a lot, is it? No. That where, been, where it's really clicked all It worked. feels like a very, very long time since we've we've won. Like, mm. Well, it is. <laughs> it's um, it, Was it Chelsea still, the last win? I can't believe it. Yeah, remember. yeah. Oh my God! If you exclude Papa John's, yes, I I count the Papa John's. <laughs> I cherish that trophy. It's um yeah, it's interesting to um it'll be interesting to see the um the reaction in the press conferences tonight because people in the comments on YouTube. This is being streamed live on YouTube. Thanks for coming along. If you are watching this live or listening to it live, um, that Marsh sounds unhappy with the fans um in the post match. Marsh is unhappy with the fans. <laughs> okay, now, okay, Jesse. I don't know if those are his exact words, but that seems to be the impression that's been that's, um, given out. That's an interesting stance. I just about to say that's an interesting hill to die on. Because he, uh, he disappeared down the tunnel, as it's been reported, very quickly at, at the end when the Leeds fans were singing where the fuck is Jesse Marsh afterwards. Um, but yeah, he's got, a, he's got a sucking a lemon face on. The club have just tweeted out the first um, first bit of, uh, of post-match that I can see. So uh, it'll be interesting to see the comments filtering through when the journalists start um, reporting them. On Twitter, but yeah, I I don't really get what the plan is either, Rob. I don't. Um, it seems to work so seldom. Mm. Do, you remember, do you remember a couple of weeks ago I said Jesse Marsh could be sacked after Fulham? Mm. <laughs> he could be sacked after this, quite possibly. I think he probably will be given until Fulham. Um, but it's going to be such a 
awful Ellen Road atmosphere. I mean, the, like the crowd will get behind the team and, you know, people will be singing and they'll be trying to be positive at the start, but it's really not going to take much at the weekend mm. for it to turn, I don't think. The away games are always the best place to, to kind of start to judge these things. It's a good it's, bellwether, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it really is. It, it's where players start to become hated. It's where good chants start. It's where cult heroes are formed and the crowd turning on Marsh because I don't think it happened last year, did it? What, what turned on Marsh? Proper, no, people were frustrated. It, there was Brighton, wasn't there? At, at the very last home game mm. of the season when it looked yeah. like we were about to lose and that's when we had the Bielsa chance. There was maybe a bit of that awful Villa game. But um, yeah, but it feels like we've never been that far away from it either. That's mm. the problem. It, it feels like we're always close to wanting to sing for Bielsa or just wanting to sing what the fuck is going on. I think we want, do you know what I think we want? We're looking for something to believe in is probably what's underneath all of that maybe it was always going to be like this after you get out of a long relationship the next one's always a, <laughs> a rebound it's always a fucking rebound thing that you know it takes along for a few months you think ah I don't know I'm not feeling this really <laughs> let's wait for the, let's wait for something better <laughs> and that's how that is how it's felt with Marsh although of course if we do sack him we then get Victor Orta appointing the next boss yeah which again this this goes back to Orta's role in this doesn't it and that's what I when I've scribbled down squad weaknesses I mean like he's Rob- gone we're still like, you know, the issue about the forwards, for example, we're still relying on the same centre forward we had to rely on to get us out of the championship in the form of Bamford, who's been out for a year, mm. who, you know, has tried his absolute level best. And this is not a criticism of him, but the fact that we've not built on it, the fact that we got Rodrigo in, who you thought was going to be the building on it, that's not worked. Yep. So we're now thinking, well, what is the solution? And it is not going to work. That's the th- that's no, the real frustration. It's of quite it. obvious, isn't it? I mean, like when he picked up that ball tonight and he just swung that kind of cross come shot thing past the. It was definitely a shot. Well, well whatever it was, he just he just it was probably nearer to someone else than the goal. But yeah, it was definitely a shot. Was that? It was just a very very bad one. I was saying to you, Michael, earlier that Jesse Marsh in his presser yesterday when he was chatting about Junior Firpo and bigging him up and talking about wanting to make him into this two way fullback who can attack and defend, and he he mentioned in that. That, um, if you could do either of those things, I'd, I'd <laughs> yeah. be so pleased. He mentioned in his press, though, that there aren't many of those left-backs around the world. And that made me think, oh, well, maybe that's why they've not tried to sign one, because <laughs> they don't think one exists. And, I, and part of me, they're obviously very, very specific about who they go for in the transfer market. And part of me admires that, but I just don't understand how you can be so specific. I, think they're, up, I think they're overly specific. But, but I don't know how you can be that specific and end up with Firpo and Rodrigo, who don't... Mm. Where do they fit in this? They I just... Yeah. You're saying we, if, if Firpo's the best we can do, he's not even the best left-back at the club and he's the, <laughs> and he's the only left-back at the club. So but I, would, I would genuinely rather see, well, obviously, the big sexy pirate, but I would rather just be Chuck Yeldering with his bloody burst appendix and <laughs> give, him, give him a go there. He's always shit. It's so, it's so annoying. And I, I want him to be good. How many times do we have to see him play? Like, and this is, this is why, shit this is why you go, get someone else. Several weeks ago on the show, I mentioned... Kinnear's no, uh, not notes, his comments saying, we can't afford for transfers not to work at this level. So what, what I was saying at that point, the point I was making is they have to stick with, or they feel obliged to stick with these players come hell or high water because we don't have another 27 million quid lying down the back of the sofa mm. to get another player in. Even though they've spoken you know, about forwards and stuff like that, it's, it's still not materialised, has it? And the left back still hasn't materialised. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? 
helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Um, Niall, by the way, in the comments is just saying, when asked about the fans, he said they can have their feelings about whatever, but I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's standoff with stepdad in the kitchen. <laughs> your mother loves me. I mean, and you're going to have to get used to me being around. I mean, we're kind, we're kind of skirting around the issue here of, of would you sack him? The problem is with Marsh, I felt this at the end of last season after the Palace game. I just thought if he was sacked now, I wouldn't really care. Mm. I think it, I'd think it was probably fine to sack him then because it was shit. And I thought, well, I, I didn't see where it was going. And we've seen small glimpses of maybe where it's going this season. But over the full the full time here, it's never clicked. It's never it, worked. Yeah, it was, um, it was during Palace or after Palace this season. That I said to you, I, I, I'm not calling for him to be sacked, but if it did happen, I would just not feel anything really. And now, mm. uh, only after the, after, you know, we're only getting closer to me going, no, actually, yeah, <laughs> go on. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, it's very strange. I think that was the weird thing coming out of Arsenal on Sunday. It was like, I know there were some positives there, but we can only really know how to judge them after Leicester, mm. and probably after Fulham. And I think a, a lot of people were going to the Arsenal game going, by the end of the week, he could be out of a job, but mm. I have to Fulham, and it certainly feels that way now. I mean, with Heckingbottom, it was a bit similar because he didn't have very long in the job, but equally, when he was sacked, you went, oh, probably good, fine. Really not. I wasn't bothered at all. I didn't feel for him personally. I didn't think it was a bad choice football-wise. I just thought, yeah, fine, try something else. I've, what I've seen of it has been shit. So so I'm perfectly happy to, to throw it out. I don't feel like we're throwing away a... Uh, something beautiful that is only half built I feel like we just it's going to work now and then is this style it feels like somebody's brought a load of building supplies in and just dumped them on the drive and we're just waiting to see what happens next I feel like Ross McCormack's flight done some fly tipping <laughs> as opposed to even a proper delivery just some more uh, expanded comments here that have been reported now from the presser I think there's parts of the first half that were actually quite good uh, we lose the ball and they get a weird own goal and then we push the game at 1-0 we have chances to go 1-1 um, did we? Mm-hmm. What chances? Sinistera hitting the bar? Yeah, sorry, the, the comments just jumped up actually, which is, has distracted me. The tweet, the next tweet's coming. Uh, but when we give up the goal, it's a big hole we've dug, he's saying. Sinistera hit the bar and Somerville had that chance that he put wide 
mm. when he was dribbling towards goal and there was a defender in front of him. Um, but it's just so soft to score. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. know. It's not even... Um, that first goal was obviously very self-inflicted, but then the rest of it's just crap, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just insipid. And, then, and there were other times when they did tear us apart as well, when there were, there were breaks when things went badly wrong and they maybe made a bad pass or someone stood on the ball a bit or whatever. But there were other times when you thought, well, why'd open it? And like you can see the pass that will mm. put them in, and they sometimes didn't make it. But there were massive holes in it. You can see you can see the gap that they should put the ball through. And if you're playing, you know, Man City, they do put it through that gap. It's just that because Leicester are only Leicester, they only scored twice. Rubbish. It felt like it disintegrated in that second half as well. Yeah, like it, which is even, exactly it, what happened at Palace. Even though Leicester didn't have to do anything in that, in that second half, yeah. but it was just we were just making changes. Don't know what we were trying to do. We were trying to work out who's playing where. Mm. God, you know, I mean, you're always doing that with Rodrigo, but then, yeah, it just it felt there were players arguing a bit towards the end and mm. bickering with each other, and take it. Some of the changes really did feel like right. Let's move on then. I know there's still 15 minutes left, and we could try. You know, a, a goal with 15 minutes to go, or even with 10 minutes to go, suddenly mm. game on, isn't it? And they start panicking, but it was just like, yeah, we're probably going to lose, aren't we? Mm. Uh, not going over to the fans at the end. Marsh says at that moment, I was disappointed. It's nothing against the fans. I want to say sorry to them. It had nothing to do with anything uh, other than my focus being on Sunday. Mm. Okay. Well, it, you I mean, he came over to the fans to celebrate the defeats of Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> that was, again, another strange moment, isn't it, when you frame it against what's happened tonight? <laughs> like, he was, because if, you, if you're not aware, you weren't in Ellen Road. He was walking around pumping his chest again, wasn't he? And, mm. and he did the kind of the two handed, the two handed fisting, if you like, mm. um, where. He was sort of celebrating, punching the air. Yeah. Fist in the air. Just, we just had the old Harvey Barnes two-handed fist in this evening, didn't we? He got his goal. I thought I thought to begin with, Cock had stopped him getting his goal. I thought he was that determined to stop him scoring. He <laughs> was like, no, I'll have it instead. Uh, Robin Cock didn't deserve that. He's been good this season. He's been good this season. Are we in a relegation battle then? Yeah. Marsh says, too soon, but when you look at the table, we're slipping because we're not getting the results and it's painful. He said it's painful. As in, the style of play? <laughs> Being where we are, I think he's what he's referring Having to. Having to watch. Support from the board. We're totally unified. That's not an issue. Mm. Okay. Kinnear's programme notes have, have, will have already gone to print, won't they? Thinking about it. Because it's Thursday now. So Sunday's programme notes will have already been written and signed off. If Jesse doesn't think there are discussions going on in the background about replacing him, then he's an idiot. Mm. There must be. And if there aren't, then the board are idiots. The performance wasn't terrible, he said. It was. There was nothing good about it. The second half in particular was an absolute fucking shambles. It, it was positions and players drawn out of a hat. But it was like looking down the bench, oh, I'll put click on for a bit. To do what? I don't know. Football. Just let him go out and do some stuff. Gellhart, just go on and... Am I playing up front or is Rodrigo up front? I don't know. Just just go on. What did you reckon to Somerville to, some tonight? Stuff. A, putting him in and B, his performance. Certainly wasn't the worst player. No, like I said, I didn't mind putting him in I think um, I'm, I'm not going to pretend he's the answer or whatever but he's been playing really well for the 21s for ages and I think we kind of forget that this time last year we were all absolutely clamouring to see him and I don't mind him giving Jackie a rest yeah he wasn't one of the worst players no. was he I think maybe he doesn't do as much defensively as, as Jackie does doesn't track back quite as much maybe that's unfair I don't know or maybe he just doesn't know the system as well whereas you know Jackie's been in the team for I think um, four, five years now, is it? Mm, I think the problem these young players face, and it's kind of what we saw with drama last year, is that if you come in, you, you sort of need to play well because there's mm. more established players ahead of you that are just going to come back 
and take the place when it, that's where someone like Joffy was so good last year. Whenever he got a chance, he did something. Whereas Somerville, he's had a few chances in his last few games and he's skied a shot over the bar that he should have scored against Arsenal and missed a half decent, well, decent chance mm. this evening. And he needs to, in these opportunities he's getting, he needs to make his mark, which he hasn't been able to do. But, you know, it's not been the worst mm. appearance. Yeah, I wonder what Gelhart makes of it all because mm. he must be looking at the two clearly horrendously out of form strikers in front of him and thinking, right, am I not worth a go at some point? Because well, we've heard all about the pathway. Well, the path, yeah, the pathway. When when does that pathway? <laughs> Somebody in the comments did say up for on YouTube said, "Do you think Jesse Marsh?" It might be on Twitter. Is Jesse Marsh uh, blocking the pathway for a younger manager? <laughs> Which I thought was a good bit of mischief. Goodness. <laughs> Well, maybe Mark Jackson's on the pathway. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, if we did sack him, who gets who gets the Fulham game? Mm. Do you have Marich? Is it Marich and Jackson? He's a mere boy. Get Is Jack it? Owen and play the kids. Yeah, it's an option. Oh, God. Come on, what else have we got? Uh, Somerville. Diego uh, Lorente tried an overhead kick. Yeah. And that counted towards RXG, which was better than Leicester's. I forgot. So, you know, that, that's... I, enjoy, I did enjoy it, to be fair. Yeah, I did forget it. There was a moment in the first half where you shouted, you mad character. <laughs> <laughs> it was when, I remember that now, yeah, it was when he kicked the ball back towards our own goal, his own goal to, he was winning a free kick off their player and it did work. But if that player moved out of the way, he'd be out for a corner. He's just, and there was a bit in the second half where he just dribbled around with it until he eventually mm. went out of play and it was a corner. Yeah, that's when they started arguing a little bit on it. <sighs> But then, but then he's doing that because there's no, there's no out ball mm. for him because everyone's out of position and no one knows what they're doing. <laughs> At the moment, he's probably looking up and seeing Rodrigo looming towards him and thinking, well, that's not an option. <laughs> Do we owe Willie Onto an apology? I mean, at a club level. What's, sorry for bringing you here. Uh, <laughs> for, not playing you. For accidentally signing you and accidentally <laughs> selling Dan James. He had a nice, a nice go in the Papa John's uh, against Tranmere. Dear me. Um, yeah, what's the word? Universal support isn't about um, that Bielsa got backed to the hilt by the board at Leeds. He believes they'll continue to back him and show patience despite the way this season has gone and the reaction from the crowd. I mean, Bielsa got universal support until they sacked him. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't know if Jesse remembers that bit. <laughs> and, and where we were in the league at the time as well. Yeah. As well. What, you know, I was, Victor was chatting to Jesse for ages. If I was Jesse, I'd be having a look in Victor's call logs. Yeah. Having a little snoop <laughs> in his WhatsApps. Be like, who's he... Who's he talking to now? I, you were that guy once, Jesse. Now it's someone else. It's uh, You're going to be moved aside again. Well, great to get to talk about this game again in the morning on the Phil Hay Show. In a minute. interesting to know what 11, Phil thinks because I, I saw no redeeming qualities in this. It'd be interesting if, if Phil had ever uh, allowed me to <laughs> broadcast the contents of what he might say on WhatsApp versus what he might say on the, on the show. And that's me chucking him under the bus slightly. Mm. But he has he has just signed off with the see you in morning. Mm. What I mean, what was well, going on? Actually, today? he sent me a one word. This, this can be, you know, the clickbait sites. Oh, yeah. So, Phil Hurd's, Phil Hurd's, Phil Hayes, one word assessment of Leeds' performance. He put, well. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fine. I don't, I don't think he's thrown anyone under the bus. See you in the morning. No, I thought, I thought Aronson was quite good at points. He goes down lots, though, doesn't he? Mm. Aronson. Yeah. Yeah, but he's quite lightweight, isn't he? I think he's still. He's, um, a, he's a young boy. Yeah, he's a mere slip of young slip of a lad, isn't he? Mm. He just gets bullied off the ball a lot. But then again, he, he did some good running and stuff in carrying the ball. Shearer was praising him on um, Amazon Prime. Mm. One, he saying how uh, how floaty and glidey he was. It's weird we managed to really reinforce in the areas we needed last year, central midfield. Because I think I think Adams 
Rocker and Aronson are all actually good acquisitions. Did you like Rocker's contribution to the opening goal? Uh, yeah, not so much on that. But I think overall, I think that those three massively strengthened the centre of midfield from last year. But we, the bits that were good last year have gone. I don't just like the, we had decent width at points and a, like a, a vaguely attractive style of play, and that bit seems to have now gone. I almost feel like if we could go back with to Bielsa in charge, but allow him some more midfielders, it might be kind of half working <laughs> at the moment. Uh, we've had some uh, updates here now. Phil is tweeting actually still at this moment about. Uh, the changes in the lineup is protecting Cooper in a three-game week. Thought Somerville could hurt Leicester. Quite happy with his display. Mm. Fine. So it was just the tactics then that were wrong, not the selection. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, Richard's saying that Gerard's been sacked. Let me just have a proper look at Twitter. I mean, that wouldn't come as a surprise, would it? Well, the 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 board were keen on yeah, him. He's been on Ger- the board were keen oh, on Gerard. Yeah, Villa have just tweeted out that he's been sacked. Oh, he, he was. Uh, this lady's not for turning earlier, wasn't he? As well. Was, yes. was Gerard saying he's, well, he said he wasn't a quitter. He did well. He went well. He went full trust, didn't he? Yeah, and he hasn't. He hasn't quit. He's no. He's right. <laughs> he's he's hung in there for his payoff. Yeah, so, so good lad. It's a great job, isn't it, being a football manager? I know mm. we'll feel a bit sorry for. Well, actually, we'll feel sorry for Marsh when he's sacked. I'm not sure. I feel a bit sorry for him, but you know, we'll get a load of money and go back to America, <laughs> won't we? Get the national team job. They <laughs> fine. Well, they seem to. They seem to quite like him over there, don't they? But um, I am not as sure. <laughs> why are you looking, why are you looking forward to hearing from Phil anyway what you're saying about that like, just, oh just to see what he thought of it get, because, get sensible. because my instant reaction after that is throw it all in the bin yeah well, that, that's how we it, tend to get the, yeah. like at least half the players were shit the tactics were awful the changes were bad um, I think that's how mad how quickly it's turned after Arsenal because I think it was after Arsenal you said oh, I've come out of that and thought it doesn't all need thrown yeah, in the bin it turns out it does that was the <laughs> well that but it shows that it was a, it was the exception wasn't it was Arsenal because everything before that well, not everything. Chelsea, everything after Chelsea can get in the bin, and then Arsenal a, a slight, a slight opportunity back to square one. Back to square one. Um, there we go. That wraps it up, doesn't it? I think for tonight. I almost wonder if Arsenal are a team that play in their own style, and we were able to affect that. Whereas other teams look at the, our actual style and go, "Well, we might not normally do this, but just put a big ball over the mm. to the foot over the back of the fullback every time, mm. and, you'll, and we'll score some goals." Because yeah. that seems to be the easiest way. To so do it. easy as well when you're. A, team low on confidence and you think oh actually we just got to a really basic game plan mm. we don't have to do anything complicated here we can just sit in deep and then kick so, it behind the full back as our position kick it behind, and also I thought Leicester pressed our defence well as well because we looked completely unable to cope with that oh god bless Andy Mitchell in the comments here says where's Forshaw do you want to tell him <laughs> or shall I he was at uh, Anfield wasn't he's he he's hanging out with Paddy the Baddy isn't he yeah MMA fella Let's just wrap it up there. I've had enough for tonight and the, this, <sighs> this building alarm gets set in about half an hour so we, we, need, we need to get out of here. And we're, we're talking to Phil in like 10 hours, aren't we? <laughs> about this very same game. It's going to so. be great. Uh, Join us for that and we'll be back doing more match ball action um, after the Fulham victory. That's a victory against Fulham on Sunday. Did you see Fulham today? Watch the first half. They were good. <laughs> oh yeah, they've just caused Stephen Gerrard to be sacked, haven't they? Oh, they can be... Uh, can, they can kill two managers in a week, can't they? That's... Uh, <sighs> If indeed Jesse survives, which I'm sure he will because he's tight with the board. None of them are re- replying to the group WhatsApps at the moment, <laughs> but, but he knows they're all they're all with him. We shall see, eh? Um, thanks for tuning into this one. No, it hasn't been easy. It isn't after these, is it? But we'll, uh, we'll plow on regardless. We'll see you in a bit. The Match Ball. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.